Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Love Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Buzzworthy Radio here on blogtalkradio.com and on buzzworthyradio.net. I'm your host, Novell J. Lee. It is Thursday, March 24, 2011, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, here on your internet streaming computers. I'm still somewhat congested, but that's okay. We're still going to keep rolling with the punches, no matter how sick I am now. Actually, this is better than what it was a few days ago, so this is actually pretty good. But um, anyway, the phone number to call into the show tonight is 646-595-4228, and I shouldn't really say tonight because that phone number never changes any night I have the show. So why do, why do everybody say the call-in number for tonight's show? I don't get it. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just like overthinking things lately. Uh, I've been having that a lot. We'll get into that later, probably on another show. Think about it. Yeah, I've been having one. I've been having one of those days where I need to drink ten gallons of Kool Aid. It's pretty much been a bad day. A pretty bad day. But you know, we're gonna let we're gonna let that all we're gonna let that all come out into fruition into tonight's show. We're hopefully gonna be delving into at least four of the six shows that we got going on, and. Those four shows that we want to try to delve into in tonight's show is are All My Children, Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, and The Young and Restless, which, by the way, celebrated 38 years of being on the air. They celebrated their 38th anniversary officially today. So uh, congratulations to you guys at CBS for the number one daytime show, as well as celebrating 38 years of being on the air. Here's to 38 more and uh, I know everybody has their opinions about why not right now as much as everybody else. And uh, we will get into that for, uh, later on in the show, so definitely uh, stay tuned for that. I did want to start off with All My Children because I know this has been the issue at hand that's been pretty much the most talked about within the past couple of days. And I definitely wanted to get a lot of people's input on on how they feel about the situation, what they're doing in order for them to save and keep all my children on the air. A couple of days ago, uh, Deadline.com had wrote an article basically combating with, well, not really against, but it was combating with Jamie Giddens' previous story about that there is a possibility that all my children, or one of the eight DC, well, really, Jamie's original, let's, let's backtrack, Jamie Giddens' original article that was written as well as on the podcast at Daytime Confidential. Basically, it, it had stated that there was a possibility that they would get rid of one or two of ABC Daytime soaps in favor of a talk show. And of course, he didn't mention in there that General Hospital was pretty much safe. So, 
of course, we you know we would be hearing some words within the next few weeks. This article is about a month ago that this came out, I believe, a month ago. So, yeah, so that word started chasing about that we could most likely be hearing something within the next few weeks, and it could be can that something could be canceled, so it could not be canceled if these shows are coming into fruition or not. So there was that deadline. Dot com came out two days ago with an article about the possibility that all my children could be the one getting the food. Uh, the 41-year-old soap uh, most likely will be facing uh, a cancellation uh, because of a talk show that I wanted to bring on onto ABC, as well as his dismal ratings and all that other stuff. That's pretty much the 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 gist of what that article was saying. And then there was up. Uh, then here comes more outlets coming out after deadline. Dot com started saying their piece, and more outlets are now coming out saying the exact same thing. So, we had a bunch of All My Children stars come out on Twitter, as well as make statements to Soap Digest as well, saying that fans don't need to worry, we're not getting canceled, but this is a time for us to speak out and make the phone calls to ABC, as well as All My Children comment lines to Michael Cohen, who is the All My Children publicist, about how they feel about all my children and that they don't want it to go. They want to show their support. This is the best way to do it and this kind of a tone and this kind of an action. So this is what they started coming out saying on Twitter as of yesterday, which is still going on as we speak. Uh, there's a Facebook page right now uh, that's out there called Keep All My Children on ABC Daytime. And there's a petition going out that uh, the Pine Valley Exposer that has been uh, – that has been showcasing as well. So definitely keep that in mind as well. We definitely want to get your opinions on that. We have some people in the room right now that are talking about all my children as we speak. So if you want to come come in on the show right now to talk about all my children and how you feel about the cancellation rumors that had started, uh, definitely give us a call here at 646-595-595. Four two two eight, and we're going to take this first caller right here at six five one area code. You're on the line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, we lost them as soon as I picked them up. They had hung up. So hopefully, six five one area code. Definitely, please, please call us back. We'll definitely, uh, we definitely want to get you on the line here, so you can definitely talk to us about what you feel about. All my children right now. Personally, I could not take another soap going off the air and knocking it down to five. You know, we already lost Scouting Light. We already lost As the World Turns. We lost As the World Turns to a talk show. And there are people who like to talk. I'm not knocking them. You know, you're going to like what you're going to like. We're not going to tell you otherwise. But... Honestly, it, it's it's really sad to really realize right now that this is a time where we're, we're facing hardships and, you know, the possibility of soaps leaving the airwaves. You know, there's less, less viewership. More women are getting out of the house, you know, you know, to do other things. And, they, they won't even, and there's other venues to watch soaps on now, not just on ABC. Even though we are losing SoapNet next year, we still have the opportunity to watch it on SoapNet. We have the opportunity now to watch it on ABC.com, which doesn't take into effect other ratings. There's probably a lot more people now watching online that are not really taking into effect, which is really a shame. But 
We got a New York. We got a New York caller on the line. Three four seven area code. Uh, how are you? What's your name? Three four seven area code. You're on the line. How are you? They hung up too. This is this is nice. Uh, every time I'm bringing people on, they hang it up. What are you doing? Getting scared? Do you want to voice your opinion? So that don't get scared of me. I don't bite. Unless you decide that you would like me to. Uh, that's a different show altogether. That's called Buzzworthy After Dark, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, as as I was saying before, I did take that call. It, it, we're not taking into effect any other ways to watch it. Not just with online. You know, there's DVRs. Everybody likes to DVR everything now with what they're going to watch. And I don't think there is any possible, any ways where... They take it to affect people watching it on the DVR. And someone just said in the room, Lisa, Lisa 1988, their screen name in the chat room, uh, they said it doesn't help that Canadian viewer, viewership doesn't count. And that's the other thing. It doesn't count Canadians in, in the viewership, which is really a, it's really a shame. Uh, the 347 area code has, uh, is trying to call back in now, so we're going to take them again. Hi. Can you hear me? Hello. My, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Something I can hear you. Her. Along with my line. My name's Tasha, first time caller. I read the Jimmy Giddens article, and I know he didn't say it out directly, but so I kind of got afraid, even though it was rumors going on. I am an ABC girl, basically AMC. I got sucked in by Zach and Kendall. Yes. And But I have to say that my original soap was Days, and after that it was General Hospital, but for me right now, General Hospital is too dark. It's kind of depressing all the time, and there's so many people in there that I really don't care about, and I used to watch One Life to Live, and everyone that I knew in One Life to Live has gone, and I really don't care about the people that remain, maybe Blair, and not even Todd, just Blair. <laughs> just Blair. I don't, I don't like Jessica and Natalie. I like the actresses, but for me, the whole... Jessica, Tessica, Messica, Bessica, Lessica, whoever <laughs> she want to be next week. I don't care. I mean, it's really just boring. Every time something happens, she's going to turn it to somebody else like her mama. Her mama used to bother me when she used to do that. Nikki, Vicky, duh. Yeah. And the Ford brothers, I don't care. I liked Langston. She left. I never liked Star and Cole. I never, I'm, Marty was okay for a while, but she was boring. I don't know. I don't care about Kelly and John. I don't care about, I'm sorry, I know people love her, but I don't like Daniela. I don't even know how that child came about. So, oh, yeah, um, I, that was uh, that was a story in itself. Um, let let's rewind that clock. Uh, years ago, this was not this was not even that long ago. I would say maybe about maybe I should say long ago, probably about that eight, probably eight years ago. Um, if not if not eight, then probably nine years ago. Uh, Todd, Taya, and Ross, who were who was then played by Sean Christian, they were on an island, and Todd was the only one at the time that got off. And apparently, while um, they were on the island, apparently Taya had a kid that Todd never knew about, and uh, they they decided to raise it as Ross and Taya's kid until they brought her back into the picture. So that was pretty much where that came from. So. Yeah, but it was like when she came back before they changed the actors, she was older than um, Jack. Now Jack looks older than her, and I'm like, what? 
I don't know. I'm, I don't know. About, it's like, oh, when she, I just don't care about Daniela. I was like, oh, God, another star. I was like, God, just needs to have three kids. What, take this straight away, okay? I don't know. I don't really care. And I've never really bought into the Todd and Taya love forever because I remember the time he punched her in the face. I was like, oh, okay? I don't remember that. I don't think I started he, watching at that point. So I don't remember. He punched remember. her out like a man. Like she was a man. He punched her out like she was a man. <laughs> she was like, oh, I was like, okay, gosh. that would be it for me. <laughs> Was this the Roger yeah. Howard version or the Trevor St. John version? I think it was the Roger Howard version because he was okay. the more violent Todd okay. with women. I mean, this Todd is just beating up little boys left, right, and center. At first, Cole, then he wanted to go after this word brother. I don't know. And his daughters are too fast. Fast little girls. <laughs> just ready to <laughs> drop any time they feel. What, that is that for baby too? And then you're never going to see until they get kidnapped. So. Well, since, since you're on a roll, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add this on with it um, before we get back to the All My Children track because I know you wanted to talk about that. But since you're on that roll with the One Life to Live thing, what do you think about what they're doing right now on the show as far as this bullying storyline that's going on with Jack and Shane? Which I know that there's been a lot of there's been several people, myself included, that not only do not like it, aside from the fact that this new Jack who is a terrible actor. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm I sorry, but, dude, you got offered a contract and you can't act worth a damn. And this bullying storyline where it looks like the repercussions of it to Shane are, is going to be tragic. How do you feel about that, that they're doing this? Story? Where did this bullying even come from? I mean, did Jack even know she existed? I mean, That's- where did this come from it's just like he woke up one morning like i got a bully shane it was like what yeah it came out of nowhere i don't you know and it's like why hasn't echo or someone told the rex or something like that i mean even though they were for they're they kind of male frenemies todd and rex are close i mean why hasn't something happened i mean i don't understand i i don't get this bully i could understand if it was someone picking on someone in that little group, you know, with um, Destiny, and I'm so glad they got rid of Destiny's boyfriend. Thank you, <laughs> Darren. I could not take that boy. I could not take him. But I could understand if it was something like that, but I don't know. I like what they're doing with Clint. I'll say that because he's the new Acer. But yeah. I don't, and I don't care about Charlie. I mean, what is this, like Vicky's 10th marriage? I mean, really, <laughs> like, pick a man. Who are you trying to be, Erica K? Not working, because you're too holier than thou. I don't That's like true. That's true. people on soaps are so sanctimonious, and next thing you know, they're married 17 times. Um, I'm going to say my piece about the dental hospital storyline. Okay, go Okay, ahead. I really don't care about Jake. I really didn't. I, like, I, I never saw the kid. The only kid I ever saw was Jocelyn. And I was like, this, this children got problems running out in the streets, starting fires. What is going on in your house? I mean, what? I'm, what is going on? I'm like, I fear for Aiden. What is he going to do when he hit two? That's funny. I, <laughs> I, lo- I liked the storyline, and if people were looking at Twitter two days ago, I was home and I started 
looking at it, comparing it to the the BJ Maxi storyline, which I know others have done as well, and and Laura Wright and I kind of got into it, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Laura Wright. Laura Wright and I kind of got into it when we were talking about that because it, it, it's just like I was not enjoying it for what it was was. And, and it sounded like maybe I was knocking their acting performances, which I really wasn't. But, you know, of course, we're going to look at it in that sort of way. Like, you know, this is what happened to Jake. This is what happened to Jocelyn. And you're going to use his parts into her to save her life. Isn't that what happened with VJ Maxine? Somewhat. But... You know, we are going to look at it that way. Um, and it will, and I have to agree with her, it will diminish the story that it is on there right now. Honestly, they did a really good job. They did a fantastic job with their scenes. I loved what Becky Hurst, Steve Burton, uh, Laura Wright, Jonathan Jackson did with the scenes that they were given. And, of course, this is this is t- tremendous work that was going to sit with them for a little bit. Um so with that alone, oh yeah, that 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 stood out, and this is probably the best that General Hospital is going to be able to do in this time frame. But my complaint is that it's too much around death, it's too much around violence. Albeit, yeah, this is from an accident where he was hit by a car. It's still violence. It's still death. Yeah, I mean, and like Daytime Confidential has said, it's like everybody was on the road. That one road is the only road in things. That one road, <laughs> and Sonny was on the road. Luke was on the road. Polly was on the road. It's like, shoot, why not Ellis? Why not Coleman? Why not Tracy? Why not Lisa? Let's get rid of Lisa. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. who I thought. I'm going to be true. Who? I'm going to say I think it's her because I think she's not long. I think it's her. People are like, oh, it's going to be Carly. I'm like, I don't think it's going to be Carly. Well, I, I think it's her. I, I, would have, I would have liked it to have been Carly. As I said before, I would have liked it to have been Carly because of her relationship with Jason and how that would have been affected. I would have liked to see that play out. Um, but, of course, I would have said Lisa just to get her away. <laughs> just to get her away from my screen. Uh of course, I I, know, I I said it yesterday that yeah, Luke is the one that is going to be the person that oh. behind the car that drove and hit Jake. Oh and God, that is too depressing for words. I I looked at it and I thought foul at first, but then I'm like, that could be interesting on the other spectrum for Lucky and Luke as well. But this is Guza. But this is Guza we're talking about. I, I, I'm sorry, but again, this falls back on Guza. Guza can't do worth a damn on this show anymore. It's like he's got to go. I can't believe it, Luke. Oh God, because he. Oh yeah, because he was drinking. Yeah. Oh God, now they're gonna have that PSA about drunk driving. Oh Lord, every time. <laughs> oh Lord. Um. So let's go to AMC. I'm going to have to, like I said, Zach and Kendall brought me to AMC. Well, I came in for Bianca's rape. I am, oh, okay. I love Alicia Min- too. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Alicia Minshew, and I love Egan, Egan, Egan Regal. I enjoy her more as Bianca than the girl she plays on Y&R. Uh-huh. So I, I really wish she had come back, but I understand why she didn't. But, yeah, I was a major Zach and Kendall fan. I was upset when Thorsten left, but I understood why. He had family in New York, and he wanted to be with them. So, And so when I read the thing, I was depressed, and I was like, 
are they really stupid enough to cancel the show even with low ratings? Because, to be honest, I don't need another talk show. I mean, I like Tori Spelling. I'm sure she's a lovely person. But I'm not going to waste 30 minutes of my time. Even, I don't even watch her reality show. Why would I watch her talk show? I didn't even watch her on George Lopez. I saw, like, two segments of her, and I was like, enough. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you had <laughs> – I mean, I just don't care. And if they even put a show on, like, Jersey sh- – um, the guy from Flipping Out, he's kind of obnoxious. I'm like, can you really take this person with whatever he has, whatever they need? I mean, he's – it's something that he needs to get some help for. So he's really rude. I saw his show, and I was like, oh, no. I feel sorry for his workers. Because I was like, even the, the little Hispanic women he had working for him, I was like, you need to run for the board and you need to go back. <laughs> I was like, you need to go back. You had freedom there. You don't have freedom here, but, yeah. So I was like, no. No more talk shows. You have the talk. You have, yes, Oprah's leaving. You have Ellen. You have Rachel Ray. You have Wendy Williams. You don't need another talk show on the air. No more talk shows. I mean, you're not going to be able to do anything too provocative in the morning that that would interest people. And how many times are people going to want to hear about somebody's child? My child smiled today. My child's poop is, oh, God. I mean, yeah, stars will come on, and it's like, oh, they tell the story 17 times, the same story, and it's like, okay, didn't we just see you on Regis and Kelly or Kelly Ripper and Friends and this one and that one? I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm like, you know, improve, you know, build on what you have. If you have to cut AMC to 30 minutes like they do, build on beautiful, you can do that. Um, maybe Jill Farrenfeldt, um, uh, not Farrenfeldt, Carruthers, maybe she does need to go or maybe she needs to take a pay cut. Um, maybe they need to bring in what's her face, the person that created the show, to supervise her and to supervise the writers. Go back and you know, Get rid of this. Don't turn to days with the twins and stuff like that, with the doppelgangers. Don't turn into days like that because, you know, maybe you just need to bring someone strong, bring back David's mother so that she can be with, you know, Erica over Cortland and then have that or Brooke. Have David Canary fly back in because once in a while and, you know, no one really believes that Zach is dead. So... Right. You know, have, if you're going to do the romance with Kendall and Griffin and this thing, have her realize that, you know, because Kendall's never been this stupid. I mean, she's been reckless and she's impetuous, but she's not stupid. So have her realize that something's going on with the fake reverend, minister, whatever. And, you know, if you're going to do the, I'm going to, Jamie Gibbs is going to be mad, but Santa Barbara you know, Hispanic hero, white heroine thing, then do it. If you're going to try and do a cruise and eat thing where he has to save her from the evil guy who's now infatuated with her, then, you know, beef it up a little. Have her, you know, walk in, walk in on something. I think Kendall should kill that girl, though. Diane, I think she, like she shot David, I think she should just bounce him from the fusion roof. <laughs> Why? Like, Cause I'm like I just want Kendall to get back to her bitchy stuff and be like when she finds she's like oh really and she's like you know I shot David I don't really care bye bye I'm like oh that went crazy and she fell you know fighting and she fell and just bounced her right off the fusion roof because no one <laughs> but don't let her survive like when Annie jumped out the window I couldn't get over that 
but yeah. I mean, go back to the roots. I mean, AMC is the one where I've watched it recently, and like with Tad's wedding, there was a more sense of family. Right. And there was more humor on the that show than there is on General Hospital because, I mean, I'm going to have to say, sometimes when you look at General Hospital, you have to take a break because it's like if you watch it too often, like in the whole thing, you're like, oh, my God, I'm so depressed. And then the news comes on, and you're like, oh, that just makes it so much better. <laughs> I never heard that comparison before, but you're right. It, it, it's true, though. Um, it's like, you know, all my children, all my children really, I think, had a, has a lot of comedic value to its show. You have Michael Lee Knight, who really exemplifies a lot of the comedic talent on the show. And, and they know how to write comedy, like, lines very well in that show than probably any other show that's on right now, which is really a shame because I think soaps need to get back to that too because they lost that, they lost that tact within several years, and soaps knew how to use comedy in in their in in their scripts amidst the serious kind of stuff that's been going on. And the other thing too is that there's not romance on soaps anymore. They need to get back to that as well. There's not a lot of love in daytime, and isn't that what daytime really was synonymous for? Was love? I, I know people were hitting me in the chat room about the Sunny and Brenda wedding. I didn't even care. Quick, quick, boom! I was like, "Is she dead? Is she dead?" <laughs> I mean, I was so happy. I was like, "Is she dead?" Because I don't really care about the Brenda coming back. I, I was like, "Oh Lord!" Every time she went up against Carly, I was like, "Mop the floor with her, Carly. Just mop the floor back and forth." I was like, "I was like, it's like talking to." Talk to a little child, be like, pat her on the head and send her away. <laughs> I love, I love my Brenda now. I, I do love my Brenda, but I really do think that this return really flopped. They, they overexemplified it into such a fashion where it's just like, really, I'm tired already. I, th- I think Brenda and Sunny are in love with who they used to be, and that's what they look. I don't think they're in love with who they are now. I think they are lost in the past for me. It's like who they used to be. Because neither one of them are as innocent and as sweet as they, oh, she would never lie to me. She lied to you for months. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Did> <laughs> no, no. I like how. You're a wire. Why are you acting like she's the Virgin Mary? Come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and then they bring back this little child for her, and I was so happy when her child was gone. I was like, thank you, Lord, she don't need to be a parent. Please, Lord. And they were like, oh, we cast their son. I was like, crikey. No. <laughs> that child is going to be so conceited. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> That's the next child who's going to get hit because you know she's going to be looking in her purse and he's going to wander off. I'm sorry. But, That's yeah. funny. That's funny. I mean, that's so stupid, though, but that's funny. I mean, seriously, I think, oh, gosh, she's more worried about that mold than her kid. That's terrible. Yeah. I like the fact I, that she's in there calling her gremlin. I have never heard that before. That's funny. Like, seriously, I never heard of that. I'm sorry, but I don't really see. Brenda is very, they call Carly selfish. Brenda is so conceited. I mean, she is a look-based, she's a Barbie doll to the max. I was like, oh, Lord, just sit there and be quiet. You're pretty to look at. Just sit there and sit there. <laughs> and so, yeah, if they're going to fix all my children, at least they have the hospital, all my children. And 
some upcoming storylines sound bad, but it also sounds interesting, some spoilers. So if they can play the emotional beats on that and bring back the soap and bring back the romance and say, I think, you know, if they have to cut it back to 30 minutes, they can do it. They, it's not, I mean, they have a strong cast. They just need to build it up on that. They need to cut the dead weight, though. I mean, I'm going to have to say, if they're going to do a Marissa, J.R., Bianca triangle, that kind of could be interesting to see how that will be, turn out. You know? Could, yeah, it could be. I, um, again, in essence of what you're saying, that they need to change the writers. Um, yeah. Again, I followed David Kreisman from God A. Light to As the World Turns to this show. And again, I'm like, why are you hiring a guy that's been on two other shows before this that got canceled because they wanted to get canceled? And now you're having him write for your show? Can we bring back Lorraine Broderick, please? Because Lorraine Broderick did wonders for you. She was able to turn a hot mess into at least something so good that I was able to sit and watch. I honestly don't think Lorraine Broderick would have actually had Angie go blind while pregnant. At least Debbie Morgan can turn that kind of a crappy storyline into pure gold. As well as Darnell Williams. I give them tremendous props. I do. Because they're able to work they were able to work that story beyond belief. Um if they yeah. did cut back to thirty minutes, um uh, that would be interesting to see. I think they could do it. Uh that also would alleviate some of that over budget that they are in, because I know all my children still over budgeted. Uh and they got to cut some of the dead weight. They got to get rid of the characters that we really do not want. Um, I'm tired of Ryan and Greenlee. I'm tired of them. They're to a point now where they're on ad nauseum to a point where I think I need a drink. Yeah, I can't stand this couple. I can't stand this couple. I never could stand the couple when it first started. There's a few years ago. I don't understand why they're doing it again now. It doesn't work. It's not meshing. I, 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 they, they, that, that couple needs to go. That couple needs to end. I, I, I'm sorry. It's just absolutely crappy. Um, Are they even really married though? Because didn't that fake minister marry them? I don't know. I thought they were really married. Yeah, I thought they were really married. Maybe they're not. I mean, they're they're together though. But it's just like it's still. Well. You have little Emma kind of give them problems, so let's see how that turns out. I'm I all, that to- I'm I'm that I'm all ready to take on Annie's roots right now against Ryan Greeley. I'm all for it. Raise your hand. I, I'm ready for that little child to go ahead and get it all, and I'm sorry. She, she I needs to- knew she was... Yeah, I'm sorry. I always knew she was going to be crazy. I was like, when they, um, she did that thing with Kendall and Annie thing, I was like, Spike, run and hide. <laughs> <laughs> Run it high, boy. Run it high. Your sister's about to lose it. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, I miss Annie. Uh, I will miss Melissa Claire Egan. She was a really good athlete to that show. Uh, she's definitely proven herself within uh, many years, uh, the years that she's been on the show uh, since she first started off. And she developed into a great, great actress, and the character was very, very greatly played by her. Uh, so I will miss her and her on-screen pairing with uh, Jacob Young, who plays JR. They were very, very great together. Um, so, 
I will miss that aspect because we really don't have characters like Annie anymore on daytime as well that are written the way she is. Maybe they need to bring back Janet. If they're going to play for Amanda's insecurities, maybe they can, you know, bring back Janet because Janet would do anything for Amanda because, you know, Janet's not really in the Cold War or whatever she happened to her last time. Maybe they could bring back Janet or someone like that and bring back David's mother because I always thought they never found her body. I don't know about Leo. Maybe they need to find someone for Greenleaf. They can get rid of Caleb and his, I don't know, his son. I don't really see the thing with Colby. Maybe they need to bring Colby an older man and give her something like that. I don't know. Maybe Colby, David, and her mother could be in a triangle. I don't mm. know. What he's he's using Colby. I don't know. Um, Asher and Caleb love Michael Murray, but they can go back to the forest. <laughs> he can go back to the mountain. Um, Jack, I've never been a big fan of Jack. I don't really look forward to, you know, for me, like I said, I'm a Kendall fan, and it's like, you excuse Greenleaf for every single thing she's done to Kendall and her family. Any time Kendall does something to Greenleaf, you want to kill her. So I'm like, you can just go sit in the corner. Um, I'll put him with Crystal. I always thought they were going to put Tad and Erica together, because that would have been interesting. I like Tad and Kara. I don't know. They have something. Even though Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. They, ha- they have something. If I like... I'm starting to like, I never really saw the thing between Griffin and Kendall, but I see it now, and there's something there, so they can build on that. But, you know, maybe Kendall needs to become a restart tempo, you know, give Fusion to Greenlee, be a silent partner, like Greenlee run Fusion, bring in someone to sing, and, you know, bring in someone to fight with Erica, and have the King woman go against her, and stuff like that. But, yeah. I don't want AMC to go because if they do, I think that ABC Daytime will take a big hit because it's like, you know, are you really going to watch a talk show than watch a soap opera? I mean, it's better to, you know, to let it flow, like, you know, from soap to soap to soap instead of soap, I mean, talk, and then you're watching a soap opera, and then it's like, oh, God. Yeah. But that's all I had to say. I'm going to let you speak to other people and go to the chat room. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. It was it was a pleasure yeah. talking with you. You too. Have a nice night. Bye bye. I liked her. Very, 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 very cool. She definitely had a lot of things to say about the the soaps that she watches in the year. So we love callers like that. So, and that's a good point, Nikki. I, I, we've actually talked with uh, Denise Vasily one time before about seeing more of Frankie and Randy on the show, as well as probably seeing more of Randy's roots in her family. And, you know, that's, like, as she said, that's up to the writing, and we need to call in or say our piece to the power that be at All My Children for more of a storyline for Randy, as well as Frankie and Randy. It's really a shame that we don't really see that much of them. Um I do want to jump to uh, Y&R because I have a lot of Y&R people in the room as well right now. So I know we want to get the Y&R people on the line right now. So you Y&R folks are in my room, Nikki, Kate, Trish, uh, Jean, anybody else, uh, all, all you Y&R people, Barb. Um, we are going to talk about Jake's death. Uh, like I said, we got a lot of Y&R people on there, so we will definitely want to get them out of the way as well so we can get into Jake's death. We're going to segue from Y&R to GH. Um because I know some of those same people want to talk about General Hospital as well. Um, we're going to talk about Y&R because, they, uh, number one, they celebrated 38 years today. 
Number two, I've been seeing plenty of comments about YNR lately that have not been positive. I want to know why. I mean, I know why, but I think the fans that are listening to this show want to know why. So, your time has come, YNR people. Get on the phone line, 646-595-4228. Voice your opinions right now about the state that is the Young and the Restless as of late. And I'm going to tell you, y'all are not happy. Y'all are happy, and pretty much I can understand why. And you have every right to be upset. I'm upset, too. The writing is very inconsistent, Gene. It's very inconsistent. It's not balanced on this show. You don't know where they're coming or going with anything that they're doing on the show. I still watch on a daily basis. You know, I've been watching this show since 1990. I don't think I could stop watching it. Uh, (coughs) So, excuse me. Sorry about that. But uh, I looking at it, and you know, it, it's 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 one minute this, and then the next minute it's that. Looking at today's show, I watched today's show. Loved, loved the little the little uh, thing that was going on between Nikki and Vance today. You know, Melody Thomas got it looking fiercely gorgeous as ever. I like their little the little chat at Glowworm. I thought that was very, very cute. That could actually lead to something. Loved how she was flawed in Deacon's face as well as Victor's. And I, I pretty much did enjoy that. I'm going to tell you that. I really did enjoy that. You know, there there, there are some little key elements that I, I do like. And that was one of them. Uh, I, I, I like seeing Melissa Hayden on the show today with her scenes opposite Emily O'Brien as as Jana, so there there was that too. Of course, we have our color commentary on Twitter where Victoria needs to visit the hairbrush section at a Walmart, or I should say Walgreens since that's where I work, and she needs to visit the curling iron section as well to do something with that rat's nest of a hairdo that she's sporting. Uh, I, I like those kind of color comments and all that stuff. So, you know, you expect that stuff. But the main thing that I've been seeing a lot on Twitter, on my feed, is people are not happy with not just the fact that there's no romance on the show, uh, Kane is dead, but you guys started getting very upset when rumor has it that Lily and Daniel may get back together. And you will not watch. Tell me something. Why Why will this upset you? And why will this not make you watch? Although there have been people that have said that that are still watching. So you can't be twofold with this commentary, people. Either you don't want to watch it, if you're not liking where your couple's going, and say it, but then you still watch it, and then you complain. I, 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 I need to get... I need to get I need to get some info on that. Yes, spend that five hundred million dollars for a hairbrush. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I I I do. She needs to, she needs to she needs to get her hair done. I mean, she's a new She has all that money. Why is she not getting her hair did? Daniel needs to get a haircut as well. He needs to. Ugh. Sorry, he needs to get his haircut as well. Like I said, color commentary. But again. You know, this is this is a lot of what I've been seeing on Twitter, that people are very upset that Lily and Daniel are getting back together. I know that there's been people that want to see Lily and Daniel get back together, but mainly I've seen them 
very upset. Kate being one, uh, uh, Nikki, who uh, is like smart, Ontario being another one. You know, Beth as well, Beth, Beth underscore eight. A star eighty five was another one that was very upset about this. So really, what? Why is it that you are not happy with them going back to each other? Not just because of the fact that Kane's not there in the scene anymore, but what is your reasoning as to why you don't want this couple back together? So, so give me your feedback on that. And you're not giving your feedback on the phone. You're giving your, me your feedback in the chat room. Uh, you're pretty much are saying that it's a regression. Lily has outgrown Daniel. She's already had two children to take care of. She doesn't need anymore. So you, <laughs> uh, basically, uh, the word is that Daniel's pretty much a child compared to Lily right now. Uh, Lily is now an adult to compare to what Daniel has been through. And y- yes, I can see that. Uh, so it- it's just. I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's still probably some Lily Daniel fans out there that are looking forward to seeing this. Um, I can't fault them for that. You know, again, this is their opinions. This is what they want. Um, so, you know, they're pretty much all are are saying the same thing. They are regressing her. They are regressing her. They're tr- they're trying to revert it back to where it was those years ago, where it was entertaining, where it was young, where it was fun and where it was fresh and all that stuff, when they were on the run. So, that's pretty much what is being said in the chat room right now for those of you who are listening, probably um, through the archives right now that can't see what's going on in the chat room. It's pretty much the unanimous vote that Lily needs to be with somebody who is more mature, who is able to basically take care of Lily as a woman, not as a girl. That's pretty much what we are seeing right now. We're also seeing right now in the chat room that it's too much Newman, Newman, Newman. And that's not what a lot of people like. And I agree with that. I do agree with that. We are seeing too much of Newmans on on the show. It seems like if you're not involved with any of the Newman set, don't expect to be seen anywhere on the show whatsoever. Which is really a shame. It's really a shame that it is it's at that point where it's 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 just about the Newman family and the rest. And it never used to be that way. It used to be a very balanced very balanced show where it did focus on the core family. You read that interview that Emily O'Brien did with Soaps.com that uh, about her being like a Maria Bell had stated that she wanted to focus on the core families. Uh, why are you using the plural? Because there's one family you focus on, and that's the Newmans. Throw a little Abbas, but really the Abbas are thrown into it when they're involved with the Newmans. So really, you're only focusing on the Newmans. Uh, the Winters are also a core family. They've been a core family since 1990, 1991. They are a core family. Why are they not being focused on? They haven't been focused on for several years now. They need to be focused on the Chancellors. The Catherine Chancellor has been a part of the YNR campus since 1973. Since the first year it's been on the air. What has she been, pretty much been succumbed to? I'll talk to. That's pretty much it. Here we go. 360, you're next. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, uh, this is actually Ambrose. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Hey, how are you? I'm good. Good to talk with you again. How are you? Always good to talk to you. It's always great to talk to a 
fellow blog talk host. <laughs> oh, oh, well, thank you. I, I appreciate that comment. Thank you very much. So what do you got um, to say here about the, the YR spiel that I'm spilling right now? Oh, God, where, uh, where do I begin? I think that uh, one of the reasons that um, – one of the things that I heard that uh, – I was in chat for a moment, but I wasn't signed in, so I couldn't comment. But um, I, I think that I agree to a certain degree about um, – Hi, everybody in chat. <laughs> um, I think that I agree to a certain degree that uh, daily they're trying to push daily on us way too fast. But um, I have to say that I don't know that I agree 100% that, um, well, this is just my opinion. And as everybody in chat knows that has listened to my show, I like to address things as saying, this is just my opinion. It's not right. the opinion of everybody else. Right. But um, I think that one of the big reasons that I am so against a daily or Daniel and Lily pairing is not because I think that, you know, he's a regression, which he is. I agree to about that. But the reason that I'm so against it is because her husband's been dead for, what, six weeks? Yeah. It's not just that he's been dead for six weeks, but it's also the writing as far as Daniel is concerned. Daniel was written to leave Lily because of porn and because of Amber. And not just leave Lily, but Amber was supposedly this great love of his. And as soon as we find out that Amber is this great love of his, Amber wants a baby. And don't even get me started on Amber Moore having a baby when we know anybody that has watched Old and the Beautiful knows that she's supposed to be barren. She was not supposed to be able to have any children. Have any so more children, was, yeah. Exactly. So the writing right there, they wrote Daniel to leave Amber because she wanted kids and he didn't. So now, all of a sudden, you're telling me that Daniel's mind has completely changed and he had now has this daughter that he didn't want. The reason that he's leaving her with Billy and Victoria is because he thinks it's a better life for her. So how is that going to look to me or to anybody, in my opinion, with Daniel saying, I want this life. I want this life with Lily and I want to raise her twins. It's just unbelievable to me. It, it doesn't make sense. He left the supposed love of his life because she wanted children. Now you're going to go back to this woman that you left and you're going to raise another man's twins with her? Uh, not to mention, I don't think it's going to be far off now when they tell... Uh, the only way for Billy's betrayal of Victoria with buying the kid on the black market or whatever, hopefully that's going to come out because Daniel comes out and says that this is his baby. And you notice he hasn't done that yet because does he really want to make a claim to the child? Exactly. You know, I, I don't think it's going to be very far off here. Shortly, Daniel is going to want to claim his child in order to out Billy. That's the only way they're going to be able to do it. And once that happens, are you really going to have Daniel and Lily, two 20-something-year-olds, saddled with three children together? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I just don't know that you – know, I'm not against, and I know that this is probably going to – murder a lot of the fans in chat right now. But, you know, I'm not totally against Lily having someone else in her life until whatever happens with Kane or, you know, whatever happens. I'm not against her having another man in her life. I'm not against her being with 
I'm not against her being with Daniel if they didn't write him the way that they did. You know what I mean? I I think for me, I don't mind Lily being with another guy. I don't like that it's moving too fast already. But it, exactly. but then it, but then the other thing is too is like we haven't really even seen her cope with it. I mean, when we see her, it's like we see Kane's spectrum. We see a figment of her imagination, kind of a thing. I'm not even calling him a ghost. Right, exactly. I'm not exactly. even calling him a ghost. I'm calling him a spectrum. I'm calling him a figment of her imaginary imaginary mind, um, because. And again, and when do we even see her? We only see her like what once in a blue moon now. So it's like, so what happened in order for Lily to get back into Daniel's orbit? Exactly. You know, it's it's like it's a mystery. All of a sudden, in order for them to be, what I hate, and you know, you can stop me if you want to understand that this is your thing, and I always go back to this. You have Os- uh, Oscar. I always say Oscar. You have any winning actors in the winters. You know, you were just talking about why the winters aren't shown, and all this. You have any winning actors in not only Christoph St. John, but Brighton McClure, you know, CK has had however many uh, nominations as well as um, some other awards. You have any winning actors in this family, but you'd rather show people that, in, in my opinion, uh, I hate to say it, my opinion, but like I said, this is just my opinion. You, we're seeing Lauren, who's supposed to be recurring. We see Lauren more than we see Lily. We see Lauren more than we see uh, even Kristoff or Brighton. We've gotten to the point on the show sometimes we call Brighton a prop. It's so awful. It's <laughs> the truth, though. You know, it's like seriously. You have this. This man has an Emmy. You're telling me that he's not nothing more than a prop to somebody else's storyline. He cannot have his own storyline. Why? What is the reason? You know, we've yet to get an answer as to why none of these people have had a chance to showcase their abilities on the show when immediately uh, – another thing that we're supposed to address uh, tomorrow on the show is okay. Emily, O'Brien got, uh, Emily O'Brien got fired or let go uh, sometime this week. She actually was fired the first week of March. See, you know, from what I understand, that was the last of – LML, uh, Lynn Marie Latham's group. That was the last of it right there. And, I mean, I'm not saying that as far as, you know, right now we don't right. know where yeah. Daniel stands. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't 100% know where Daniel Goddard is, what's going to happen. You know, it is my hope that he'll be back, but we, we don't know yet, you know. So it's just like, are you really trying to revamp everything? Because the way I see it, the people that you're bringing on to write for this show, they're atrocious. Nothing I've seen has given me any reason at all to want to watch this show. I'm watching Chloe. I'm watching Heather. I'm watching the Newmans. I'm watching ridiculousness. What happened to romance? What happened to love? What happened to the things that made this show what it was? It died when Bill Bell died. <laughs> exactly. That's. Exactly. I mean, I know that. I know that somebody chuckled at that, uh, but it's the truth, though. It did die when Bill Bell died. I mean, that's that's the honesty in the bottle right there. Because seriously, as you were saying, 
with Emily O'Brien and how she was let go and how, um, as we said before, that they want to get back to the core families and how we were talking about that beforehand, I'm like, let's not even knock it back to 10 years. We can even knock it back to five. You know how often we saw the Winters in a front burner storyline five years ago? Exactly. We saw them doing something, not being a prop. We saw them doing stuff five years ago. Yep. How is yep. it that from five years later from that point, they're now not shown at all? Exactly. And, and they were pretty much dominant in Genoa City. They were dominant in Genoa City. Yes, John Smith, Kate Alden, no matter how much we razzed on John Smith, he was good to them. He was good yep. to those players' family. And I, that was the one thing I could not, could not get him on was the winners because he definitely wrote for them the way that they should have been written for. Lynn Marie Latham, no matter how much I razzed on her too, she knew, she wrote for them. She wrote for them right. like nobody's business. She really did. Right. And I can't get over the fact that Maria Bell and her crew will not write for them now. I, 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 it really, it really saddens me to the point that we don't see this family every day, or at least majority of the week, as much as we see the Newmans, which is exactly. practically every day. We see the Newmans every day. Why don't we see the Winters every day? Why don't we see the Abbots every day? Why don't we see the Chancellors every day? I, I'm sorry. Why are we seeing the Newmans five days a week? If we need to rebrand the show the Newman Hour in order for to get the point across that this is just about the Newman family, let's do it because it's pretty much just what's going on right now on this show. It's a joke. This is a joke. It's a joke. Exactly. Like I said, I'm finding little things that I'm liking about it. Like I said, I like the Nikki events thing. There's little things that I'm liking, but there's a majority of things that still need to be rectified. Right. Maria Bell exactly. has numerous times that she wants to fix the Winters family. What exactly did she do to fix it? Right. And again, exactly. was, I not, was I not the one that said this on this show when you were here on the phone the last time we were doing this, when we were talking about Kane's death? You and I think everybody that's been here in this room heard me flat out saying when Tanya Lee Williams was coming back and she was supposed to be on for a six-month arc, what did I say? Did I not <laughs> say that she would only be on for two days a week? It's not yep. even two days. She would only be on for two appearances a month. For those six That's months, right. and That's right. what happened? Where oh, has she been? You know Where has she been? Not, not even, not even just her. What the? Oh, excuse me. So, what was the point of bringing Nate back so that you could see him for two episodes and then that's it? That's it. I honestly, th I honestly thought, seriously, sitting here looking at it, I thought maybe this was just their way to shut Victoria Rowell up. Exactly. Just to keep her for what she was doing with the with the National Urban League and all that stuff. I think this was just their way to shut her up. I'm sorry. I I actually was asked this by somebody uh, previously um, on the side in my downtime. She's like, "What do you think about what's going on with Water and Hour behind the scenes?" As far do you think that they're racist behind the scenes? I was like, "Do I think that they were racist to Victoria Rowe? No." Do I think that there is some little racism issues behind the scenes as far as with the Winters family and, and, and such? Yes, I do. Yes. I, I, I honestly feel that way. And, and and the reason why I feel that way is because look who has not been on the screen lately. 
Exactly. Look, got reprimanded when he came on this show, yep. this show, to talk about that, that he has not been getting what he should have gotten on the show. Yep. He got reprimanded. But when others do that, mm-hmm. namely Braden, Bergman, Melody, I love Melody to death, but we gotta we got to face the fact here. When they get to do that, when they get to voice their concerns to the press, do they get reprimanded that way? Yep. No. Please exactly. read the We Love Soaps interview with Timothy D. Stickney. Timothy B. Oh, I'm so mad I can't say his name. Timothy D. Stickney, who used to play RJ on What Like to Live. He talked about this in that article about racism in daytime. I advise you to read that interview. Josh, the guy from Twitter, gave that to me in my direction. I read that, and, and by God, I, I, I never really realized it, how much we see it in daytime until that article. I'm, it was just... It's terrible. Yeah. You know, it, it took 38 years to hire a black writer on the staff. You know what I mean? As as Jean just said in the room, which is Victoria Rouse been saying in the room all the time, it took 38 years to get a black writer on the staff. Why did it take that long? Why or why are we not seeing uh, the Winters family as as much as we've seen them in the past? Uh, when did we first see them? We first started seeing them in 1990 with uh, Nathan Hastings, Olivia, and Drew came on the scene in 1990. Neil didn't come on until 91. You know, we, we pretty much saw them for about 17 years from Burner. Why have we not seen them four years after that? Right. I don't exactly. You know, there's so much potential. There's so much they could be doing for that family itself that we're not seeing at all. And it's not... And, and honestly... I should not just say it to them, but it's the truth, though. I could say that for the others as well. Right. There's plenty of stuff that Catherine could be doing. There's plenty of stuff that Jill, Jess Walton, please give her something to do. What is she right. doing? I mean, she was doing stuff with Colin, Tristan Rogers. They they did stuff so well together, but now that Kane's dead, what what's going on with her now? What's going on with Colin now? Nothing. Nothing. Right. Exactly. You're, giving, you're letting Jess Walton sit on her ass doing nothing. This woman won an Emmy for God's sake for her role. Yep. You're letting her actually be nothing but filler. You don't let people like Jess Walton be filler. Exactly. That was like that with Robin Strasser at One Life to Live. Before she left that one time in 1999, when she left in 99, she was like that. That's why she left. Right. That is why she left. And she was still for a little bit while she was still on there, but now she got rejuvenated thanks to Frank Valentini, Ron Carlovati. Thank you, Jesus, for letting her do shit on that show. Props (laughs) to you. But please tell them that at Y&R, that they need to give Jill doing something. They need to let Jess do something. They need to let Gene Cooper do something. They need to let the vets do something except sit there and absolutely do nothing except be a talk to. That's not Y&R. Y&R was not synonymous for that. Y&R had their vets be front burner doing something all the time. Why are they sitting back there doing absolutely nothing? Mara West, you know what I mean? Gene brought that up. I have a lot of people asking me about Mara West. Mara West, I love her. You don't let Mara West do nothing. You don't let Stephen Nichols do nothing. You don't bring on characters who have veteran caliber that are no for so many years, Weinar, you don't let them sit there and do nothing. Don't bring them on there just for name. Do right. the, 
give them something to do because you know what? Once you give those people that kind of material to work it, they'll bring it. They'll bring whatever to the table and then some. That's what their cast is about. But again, I'm not the one writing the show. You know, one of the things that I think is, is such a huge issue for me when it comes to Y&R is that you have someone, and don't get me wrong, I've said on my show as well that I think Victoria Rowell is a banshee. I am so sick of the constant, constant media hogging, just trying to do everything you can to, to just bring attention to yourself. That's what this is to me. You may not agree, and that's fine, but it's all an attention thing to me. Do I think personally that there is some type of a race issue against Victoria Rao herself? Even if there is, personally, I feel that there is a way to handle everything. And dragging down every other black person on this cast is not the way to do it. If you have a personal vendetta against something or you feel like you were targeted, then you handle it that way. But you don't go to the media and you don't spew out everyone else's business regardless of how you feel. You right. are personally saying that you you were not supported by the other black people on the show. Christoph didn't support you. So-and-so didn't support you. Whatever. This is your thing. At the end of the day, these people still have to work. They still have to pay their bills, and they still have to depend, basically, on these people that are giving them their paycheck. So what you do at the end of the day is your business. What they do at the end of the day is theirs. However, I'm not saying that I don't think that there is some type of a race issue there. Do I think right. there is? Of course there is. It's obvious. It's plain as day. And you know what? I also personally feel like if there wasn't a race issue, we would see the Witcher's families because there's no reason that we can't. It's not like these actors have no ability at all. I've watched Christoph St. John act circles around some of these actors. Some people don't like CK. I personally love her acting. I've seen her act circles around some of these people. Let's not even talk about Brighton McClure. He's so, uh, Brighton James, I'm sorry. He's shown so little, yet he has an Emmy. How is this possible? Because he capitalizes on the very little time that he gets, and he brings it when he's there. He's one of the only people that made Elizabeth Hendrickson barely watchable for me. I couldn't deal with anybody else in her orbit, just him. Why? Because he is that good of an actor. What I have said on more than one occasion is that if it's not a race issue, they are not doing a good job of making it seem like it's something else. <laughs> Tell me yeah. something. You know, if these people have issues, like, outside of work, because we all know that when you're in the light, when you're in the limelight, you have to you have to carry yourself well. You have to be able to represent what you're doing. So being out there and putting your name out there, doing ignorant things, doing stupid things, you are sort of some kind of an icon to some people. So you want to tell yourself that way. So if these people are out there doing anything that's ridiculous, that's making a bad name for them or the show, then say that. 
But you've got these, we've got these people that we see every day taking care of these storylines and bringing these storylines, and we know they're ridiculous. I would even go as far as to say we know they're... What's that? No, I was laughing. I was like, yeah, I agree. It's, it's very ridiculous. Like, go on. We, we, we're watching them turn what they say, turn shit into gold. We watch them do it all the time. And needless to say, Daniel Goddard is one of them. Christophe Lowell, in my opinion, is one of them. Christophe St. John, absolutely amazing. I think that uh, Brighton James is so, so underrated. He's very underrated. underrated. He is an amazing actor. Julie Pinson, while I will say that I did not like her when she first came to the show, she is coming into her own and is becoming watchable for me. You know, so... I see all these great actors, black actors, but when I get the magazines and I look at the numbers, I see that Victoria's been on, out of 30 days, she's been on for 25. I see Phyllis has been on for 26. I see Victor has been on for 24. When you get down to Lily, she's been on for four. You know, Neil has been on for five. Brighton James has been on for either zero or one. And it's just like, really? I mean, and to add insult to injury, you're actually showing these numbers? Who are you trying to piss people off? You know, it's just, if you you don't have people that can write for all of the actors, and when I say all of the actors, I mean everyone, every minority, race, he is Hispanic. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Here. You know, so you have Race, you have uh, Lily, you have uh, the, the Winter Family, period. Any other minority, you never see them. You never see them with a good storyline. You never see them doing anything other than bit parts. And if they do get a storyline, it's, it's as simple as saying, what, looking at Malcolm and Neil, why is it that Malcolm and Neil go, only story that they can write for Malcolm and Neil is over a woman. They're arguing, fighting, fussing, or uh, who's the daddy storyline over one woman. And you know it got to be a black woman because it just cannot <laughs> be any other woman. <laughs> you know, they have to be sleeping with the same one black woman in General City. So it's just like... <laughs> Leslie, Leslie, for God's sakes. I like that chemistry that they had. I was just like, let the guy be... Mm, Lord. What, what, who was it? Was it Karen? Because I liked his chemistry with Karen. I liked I liked that scene he had with Leslie, that, that lawyer woman. I was like, you know, I was like, get you some of this. And he was like, he wasn't ready for it. I was like, you better get yourself ready. like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, please don't let that stop and let them go back to Sophia and have that story play out. No, you, you need oh. you, Leslie in your life. That, that's. Mm. I, I, when I look at the TV, sometimes I'm like, oh God, because Leslie is the black lawyer, right? Yes. Okay. I'm, when I saw them in the scene together, I was kind of like, I'm screaming to myself. I'm like, Neil. You better go ahead and grab her because you know it ain't but you and Malcolm. If you don't get her, you already know where she's going. You don't want another <laughs> woman you're brother with. <laughs> so I'm yelling at the screen. I'm like, Neil, please just get her now. You know you don't want you don't want to be second second to your brother yet again because 
they're not going to give her another man. It's going to be you or Malcolm. Oh, yeah. We know it. That's how it rolls on this show, though. But it's it's really a shame that it's it's gotten to that point. But I, I think it's safe to say we hit on every single point that everybody in the chat room had decided to make. Uh, and then some. Um, <laughs> I don't think I can so, go any further on Y&R except that, you know, they, they need to get balanced on this show. It has to be balanced on this show. Um, totally agree. And thank forever. you so much for but having me. I'm so sorry. Fun. I didn't mean to... Um, Take up your time. <laughs> no, I loved it. This was great. I, it, it, you know, I thoranly enjoyed it because there was a lot, it, I guess, a lot of anger I had in me that I never had <laughs> that before. So. <laughs> so I was able to say it with you. Uh, so I loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you guys, uh, I will still be in chat, so um, I will uh, chat with you a little bit more. All right, definitely. All right, talk to you later. Bye. I uh, I saw this number popping in and out, and I, I keep looking at it, and I was like, is this Melissa? Is this Melissa? Is this Melissa? No. No. Oh, God. Oh, hi. Uh, you are calling from Kentucky, aren't you? Oh, God. Hello? Call- hi. Hi. You are calling from Kentucky, right? Yes. Hi. Uh, what's okay, your name? Okay, let me cut you off. I had you on the radio because I, wa- I was looking at... Uh, uh, I just want to call about Kane. Uh, we want Kane back on uh, Young and the Restless. Okay. Daniel Goddard. Go on. Go I mean, on. I know you've heard about the campaign and everything. I, I well, I've been a part of it. But I go know on. you've seen all the stuff that's going on. Yeah. You know, we ain't, we are loud. No, I I have seen. I've you seen haven't? I have. I have. No, no. Oh, no. okay. Well, I just want to advertise that, yes, we are mailing uh, stuff, we are emailing, we are doing everything to get this man back on. Because I'm going to tell you something, him and Lily are the most romantic couple on all the soaps. Don't you agree? You got a little sultry there with your voice there when you were telling me that. Did you know that? (laughs) 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 I just let you know how you sounded just now. It's like you got a little little sultry sexy there when you were telling me that. Oh, yes. Oh, that man is handsome. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, my goodness. And you, I you... bet you are, too. Oh, well, I, I, you got to ask the people because, you know, you can't see me. Hey, well, but... I've never seen you. you never seen me. Uh-uh. you got to find I, you, I mean, I can tell in your voice. Oh, well, how are you? Uh <laughs> a picture on Facebook. That's hopefully a little uh And what's your happy. name? Navelle. Wait a minute. Hold up. Let me bring it up. All right. I can see what you look like. Uh, Hold on. Go to my Twitter at Buzzworthy Radio. You'll no, see my I don't Twitter. Twitter. You don't Twitter? Mm-mm. You don't Twitter. You might have to start tweeting. Oh, shoot. So but you're not on Facebook? I am on Facebook. Okay. And? N-A- how you spell it? It's N-A- N-A- V-E-L-L. Okay. My last name is Lee. Wait a minute. I got a whole lot of them. <laughs> I got a whole lot of them. Uh, I'm the I'm the black dude on the left with the black hat on, with the. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay, Hanson. Is that you? <laughs> That's me. All I'm, right. I'm in the red. I'm in the red maroon uh shirt. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> what did what did you do? Maybe what did I do? Uh huh. I see you.
And I, I tell you, it was a beaut. He did a real good number on himself. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I'm they... just saying, you know, uh, to all of you out there, Ruby and uh, Crystal, uh, Kim, my bo- my two Kims, uh-huh. everybody, I love you, and we are still f- fighting for our man. We <laughs> want him back. We really do. I mean, he's the only one for uh, uh, Lily and the twins. We don't want Daniel. It seems like they're trying to get her and Daniel back together. Uh Uh-uh. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen? No, 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 no. No. All right. He's still a boy. I mean, he don't even want his own daughter. How is he going to want to uh, 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 take care of twins? Come on now. That's what we've been saying. He doesn't even want to have the the baby that he realized actually was his child. Yeah, he knows that's his baby. Right. He's he's ready to let uh uh Billy and and Victoria uh uh keep that child. Oh, and no. why he's going to uh look up uh your girl? I don't know. Now that's crazy. Why <laughs> is he going to look her up? What's he gonna say to her? Oh, come back, cause uh, you know your baby's here in uh, uh, Genoa just City. Hit, just hit her with the, just hit her with a flashlight like she did him. I'd be happy with that. I can't stand Daisy as it is anyway, and you know, a terrible, 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 terrible mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Acting is acting is horrible. I think uh uh and, and oh god, it's so much going on. They just keep switching back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. From one story to another, another story to another, another—it's it, kind of hard to keep up with what's going on. Well, as we said before, it's not consistent at all. So it, it's very, very inconsistent. They're not yeah, valid, yeah, and they don't mm-hmm. know how to stay on track with a lot of mm-hmm. things. So, you know, it's—it's. It's, now, do you have another caller? I have two other ones. Oh, okay. Well, I'll <laughs> let you go so you can let them on before the time is up. Okay. Well, thank you for talking to me. I appreciate you calling. Okay, sweetheart. Thank you. Okay, babe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 228 Area Code, where, where are you calling from and what's your name? I'm calling from Gulfport, Mississippi, and my name is Christina Parker. For all the Daniel Goddard fans listening right now, we want Daniel Goddard back on this show. What in the world was Young and the Restless thinking? Killing off such a popular character that all of us loved. This was craziness. And then on top of that, I mean, this was like what I keep telling everybody, the straw that broke the camel's back. Okay. They killed John Abbott. They yes. killed Brad Carlton. Yeah. They killed Colleen Carlton. And yes. now they kill off Kane. I mean, what are these people thinking? This is craziness what's going on on the show right now. And you're absolutely right. They're giving no airtime to the winters whatsoever. What's anybody supposed to think when all you've got on a show is a handful of African-American actors that you're not even showing? And then you go and kill off half of one of the most popular interracial couples that's ever been on a soap opera. If you don't recall, they had put Victoria with Neil back in the day. I do remember a, that. There I was a huge that. uproar from fans, nonetheless, oh, yeah. writing I in. 
I remember because that. they did Mark- not want Neil and Victoria together because they were an interracial couple. We have finally gotten somewhere in this world that you can put an interracial couple on TV that people love, and they've just killed off half. I mean, what sense does that make? Maria Arena Bell, I'm sorry, but so far, not liking what she's doing. I don't know what she's thinking. I don't know what's going on there with the show, but it's just been one mistake after the other. It all probably started when they took Jabot away from the Abbots. Yes, I agree with okay? that. I, mean, I agree with that. I mean, that was fine to take it away from them for a little while. But eventually you get it back to the Abbots. The whole thing was the Newmans and the Abbots, the two main companies on the show, used to go head-to-head. And now we don't have any of that anymore. They've gotten totally gotten rid of that. They don't want to bring Victoria Rowell back, which, let's face it, one of the best actresses on the show. I don't care what anybody says, the woman can act. Yeah. The fans want her back. They won't bring her back because she's been vocal about the fact that they don't have African Americans in the forefront for the majority of the time. Is she lying? She's not wrong. She's not lying. She's not wrong. I'm just hoping that bringing on Susan Dansby is going to make a difference and she's going to give us some great storylines. They bring on Mara West and they've done absolutely nothing with Mara West, who is fabulous. I know people that don't know her are seeing her as Diana thinking she's horrible, but she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they're doing nothing with her. They're doing nothing with the character Diane. I mean, they're they're making it so that Diane is sleeping with both the father and the son. We don't want to see that. We want romance back on this show. That's what soaps are about. They're about love and romance. The majority of the viewing audience is women. What do women want? We want romance. They want love, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see Neil sleeping with somebody just for the sake of sleeping with somebody. I want to see him fall in love with somebody. I want to see those love triangles. Okay, we don't want Lily with Daniel. But if that means I get to see him, uh, Kane come back and Lily fall in love with Kane again, I'll deal with it. But bring back Daniel Goddard. You don't kill off a popular character. Look at all the ratings that they've lost in the past month since Daniel Goddard has been gone. Was it just because of Daniel Goddard? Probably not just because of Daniel Goddard, but a huge amount of that was probably because of Daniel Goddard. And their ratings keep slipping. They're on a network that has already canceled As the World Turns and Guiding Light. And they're losing ratings fast. General Hospital took the number one spot among women, 18 to 49. They That's did. The okay, okay. I wasn't That's sure if they did, but okay. You they did. Me. Now, I think, I think Y&R got, got it back. But the fact of the matter is, is that that is something that's showing them, hey, you're losing ground here. I mean, you don't kill off. That is the main rating core that they watch is women 18 to 49. 18 to 49, yeah. Okay, I fall in that category. Women they are. To- they they also need a warrior to the point where because they're not that far away from a 3.0. Once they get to a 3.0, they need to worry because that's that one Tesla point away to where they're going to be like with the rest of of the other soaps. 
with B&B and GH specifically and, and, and D's is because they're in that two-point-something realm. If you get below a 3.0, you need to start worrying about where your position is right now. And that's the one thing I think will make Y&R, like, wake up and see I, that I they're doing something, something wrong. I hope something does because, I mean, it's all over the place right now. It's all over the place. This whole, um, what is this, this court case with Victor and all the kids – Boar City, Nikki and Deacon, Boar City. I mean, uh, Chloe and Kevin, some people might like them. I think they're totally boring. But it's like they're bouncing all over the place. You don't see people for weeks on end. Good point was with the Jess Walton just sitting there. I mean, give her, I mean, they've brought on Tristan Rogers. Those two are amazing on screen together. And think of what we could have had with Kane still in the picture. With, yeah. with you know, with the the three of them on camera. And now we don't see Tristan who was just given a contract. We're hardly seeing Jess and they've killed Kane. Uh so wow. I mean, they just need to they need to fix something. Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I messaged Laura Lee Bell myself to say, this was your dad's show. What's going on? Because it's not headed in the right direction, and I don't want to see my one soap that's left get canceled. You know, she went to bat for Joshua Morrow back in the day because they were going to kill him off when he was in that plane crash. And she went to bat for him and said, you don't want to kill off the character Nick. So I'm hoping that she realizes her father's legacy is in jeopardy and could be canceled. And hopefully they will do something and start writing what the viewers actually want to see. 30-year viewers like myself who dedicated an hour every single night, five days a week, to Y&R and CBS. They brought on Kane. They made him somebody that we loved, and now they've killed him. Quite cruelly, if I may add, they need right. to bring Daniel Goddard back. We will call, write, email, phone until we can't. We will phone Y&R, 323 that's the weekend number. Uh-huh. We will email them, yrbb at tvc.cbs.com. We will email Soap Opera Digest, Soaps in Death, Depth, we will, whatever. We, I sent 40 postcards today myself, and all, wow. of us, all of us on the fan page are doing the same, and we're going to keep doing it until they get the message and bring back Daniel Goddard so that the ones that have tuned out will tune back in and the ratings will go up. And so viewers like myself won't tune out, which is what I'm on the fence about now, because why do I want to watch something every night that's boring? I've got three of them sitting on my DVR, and I haven't even watched them because I'm on Daniel's Facebook page trying to get him back on the show. That's that's more entertaining than watching Young and the Restless right now. I don't think that's what they want from their fans. And they need to bring the winters on. They need to start doing more there. I mean, they need to just give the fans what they want and start showing everybody and using the wonderful actors that they have, like Jess Walton and Jeanne Cooper and so on. So that's my piece for the evening. The next person can talk. Just make sure Y&R brings back Daniel Goddard. 
Well, thank you very much for calling into the show. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Um, I want to leave you with this as well before we go into the next caller. We're going to segue with this question, and Mm -hmm. the next caller is also going to answer this when I bring them on after you answer. Okay. If they are a YNR person, that is. Um, Do you think that Maria Bell and company at YNR actually listens to the fans and what they want on the show? At this point, I have to tell you that I've been getting very disappointed because I feel like I have watched something for 30 years. What they what they have to realize on this show is people have dedicated most of their lives to watching these shows. We've given them ratings every day for 30, 40 years. And we like to know that we're being heard. And I don't uh. feel that at this point. I don't. Because they've they've the thing is is Normally, when they kill an actor off of the show, like with Emily O'Brien, it's put out there that she's been let go. Some kind of comings and goings is put in Soap Opera Digest. Nothing has been given to us about the situation with Daniel Goddard. And all they have to do is say something and let us know something, and it would quiet this all down, or it would let us decide, hey, they've decided they're getting rid of him, so we just won't watch anymore. But for them not to to say anything when there's so many fans that want to know what's going on, I think is disrespecting people that have watched their show for so long and have been faithful and watched it every day and given all those ratings to that show, kept that show on TV, and have given those ratings also to CBS. So somebody saying something to us would be nice. Right. I agree yeah, with I, that. I, I, I do don't. I don't that. think that. I don't think at this point, if you were to ask me right now, no, I don't. I don't think that they have quite grasped it yet. So hopefully, with our postcard campaign and whatever other campaigns we decide to do, and uh-huh. our calling and emailing and writing, that they understand that they just need to listen to the fans because we're the ones that keep the show on. Right. I do agree with that, and I like that. I like that explanation. I, again, yeah. thank you so much for calling into the show. Thank Appreciate you. it. Bye-bye. Take care. All right, we're going to take this next caller here. Uh, 319, area code, you're on the line. How are you? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, uh, good. It's Chelsea from Iowa. Chelsea. Oh, my. Wow. I didn't think you, you would ever... Do you remember me? I didn't think you would ever call into this show. <laughs> ever. Uh, <laughs> I, Why not? I, 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 I just... Didn't. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Chelsea is, I met her on Soap Cruise this year, and she was my she was my little minion. So uh, <laughs> she was my little minion. I loved her. She she's like a cute little thing. I loved her. She was so awesome. Well, and thank she was, you. I love you was very, Well, she was evil as well. She was very evil. <laughs> very evil. I'm not evil. You were I evil. I just know how to have fun. Well, you were evilly having fun, but. How was I evil? I don't know. You were just evil. You just you just had this way of being evil, but it was it was fun evil. It wasn't bad evil though. It was fun. Evil. <laughs> Seriously, it was. It was a lot of fun. I loved meeting this girl. She was she was so funny. Uh, but uh, you called wow. into the show, so I wonder, since you did, what is on your mind? No, I just wanted to say hi to you. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. 
I appreciate that. Hello. And, you know, I, I, I only watch the ABC soap, so. Okay. Right. Yeah, we can talk about ABC because I do watch ABC. I have to. <laughs> I have to for what I do. So I do know what's going on. Uh, I know we didn't yeah. touch on, on General Hospital a lot in this one, and I knew I wanted to get into that one uh, tonight. But we can definitely talk about GH because oh, yeah. um, I know we have been on Twitter talking about the Jake storyline. Not much, but we have been talking about it a little bit. So I wanted to know, now that you called in, now you can say more. What do you think about it? Like, what is your opinion on the Jake storyline? Or do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you wish it did not happen? Do you care? Um, I just think it's really sad, and I, I wanted it to be Lisa who hit Jake, so then like the mob could like go and kill her off. <laughs> I don't like that character. I'm just making Robin crazy, and she just needs to shut up when she's around Lisa. <laughs> Because she's making herself look crazy. I used to like Lisa before, but when I thought they were at least getting rid of her after that whole thing, once Robin got out of that thing, she fell in and saw the visions of Stone and and Dr. Hunky Drake came in and rescued her. And, and everything like that. And I thought once that climax hit, I thought that she was toast. I thought that we were not going to see Lisa anymore after that, but she wound up staying. What's her purpose of staying in Port Charles? I don't get it. What is what is the deal? Like, what do they plan on doing with her? So, in hindsight, I would have loved it if she were the one that ran over Jake so they could get rid of her. But as far as the storyline making sense, I would have preferred it to be Carly. That would be intense. I, would, I heard that it was uh, Luke that hit Jake. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I okay. think I heard it from you. Yeah, I, I had put on Twitter last yeah. night that uh, Soap Opera Weekly had stated that uh, the confession from Luke will be coming out, and as well as the DNA matching his um, will be revealed. I think someone said it's actually going to be revealed tomorrow. Um, about Luke and that there is a scene where Jason holds a gun to Luke's chest after the confession. So, yikes! It's I I will take that because I think that'll be a very interesting storyline <coughs> to see play out. Excuse me, because yeah. because you know Geary and Steve Burton will do tremendous in those scenes. I I do think that. This could garner Gary another Emmy. You never know. But I, I I will be anxious to see how those two will play out that stuff, as well as his scenes with Jonathan Jackson. There's absolutely no way that they won't be less than stellar. You know it's going oh, to yeah. you know it's gonna go there. Oh, yeah. That's going to be. I think that's the most I'm looking forward to. I think what they need to do is build it up to Jason to where it's found out that it is Luke. It's Rebecca Herbst as Liz and him first. And then it's going to be Lucky and Luke. And then they're going to have it out. And then it's going to be at that moment where he's by himself in Monte Carlo. And all of a sudden you see Jason come in with the gun. 
and then there's your Friday cliffhanger kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. I'll be on the edge of my seat the entire time. That's how I envision it happening, but, again, I don't know. I don't know. It could God. happen like that. You've been it, watching soaps longer than I have. It could happen like that. Again, this is coming from a guy that's been watching it for 20 years, and it's kind of... Uh, this is kind of what you expect storylines to do, stories to do. And uh, there have been instances where I've been proven wrong, but there's been instances where I've been proven right. I would like to see it go that way. Um, like I said, as far as it being for Carly, if it were Carly, that would be that would have been a very very intense because, you know, Carly ran over her best friend's child. Yeah. How does Jason react to that? What would Jason I don't know how I would feel that? if my best friend hit my child. Yeah, how would Jason react to something like that? You know, I, I, like, what would Jason do? I mean, it, you know, this has been something that's, that's been a part of his life for so long. And if she actually were the one that did it, how would how would Jason feel about that? What would, what would, the, rea- would the reaction be? And not just that, Jocelyn has his part. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then what is Carly going to feel after that point if that were her, that hit the Jake? Oh, she'd feel horrible. Like, if you saw the scenes today, she was she was horrified thinking that it might have been her. Right. Right. I didn't, I didn't miss it today. I'm going to have to catch it in the morning before I go into work. But um, I honestly think it was a little bit rushed, as people were saying. If they could have taken a little bit more time with it, I I know that BJ's death definitely was a little bit of a longer a longer mainstay. But even that 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 didn't last long either. So you got to take that into effect too. But there was more potential that was shown with the storyline than we saw with this one, because I think this was all rushed together. Because, again, I think this was supposed to be Rebecca Herb's exit story, if I'm not mistaken. And Yeah, it probably would have been. I think they were saying this was her original exit story to usher her out. Uh, with the death of Jake, she was going to go back and live with her family, with her sister and whatever, to usher her out because she lost her son. And I think they put this together and rushed it together because, you know, now she's staying and all, yeah. this, all this other stuff. So it kind of was put together a matter of a half. But, you know, with what we did see, it was great. They did very, 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 very tremendously with that material. Becky Herbst had, I I swear, the scenes that I saw on (coughs) Tuesday's episode, especially when Jason went to her and, and pretty much asked Liz to help Jocelyn for Jay, and she slapped him. I I swear to God, I I felt this back on the other side. Oh of the yeah, I felt that. <laughs> oh yeah, that that hurt me. And and I thought those scenes were spectacular. I, with with Laura Wright, with what she did, the scene between Luke and Lucky right there, which now starting to make sense because if you looked at it, it she Luke's kind of been distant. Yeah. With his son, so it's kind of starting to now make sense. It's really starting to make. But he, sense. he already knows what happened. Like he already knows what happened. But I, I'd like to see like what is going to cause him to finally admit that it was him. Like what finally brings it forth out of him to 
get into a minute. And yeah, oh yeah, Nikki, she did slap the hell out of Jason. I I, I swear to God, I I thought I got whiplash. Um, yeah. That really that was really a good that was a really good scene, and I really felt for Liz in that one because that that just basically was real. She was acting like any mother would in her time of grief and 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 how she was feeling. So yeah, that definitely was the right way that was handled, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Because Bobby was the same way. She didn't slap Tony, but she was the same way in, in her reaction. Um, also, um, oh, what was I going to say about that as well? With uh, the Luke, with Luke coming out, admitting this, do you think, in your opinion, do you think this will probably be his way of getting ushered out of the yeah. show? Because you know, it's about that time he needs to go away for another six months. Yeah. So I kind of think this might be his exit story. His vacation. Yep, it's about that time. Send him to rehab. Send him to rehab. I think it's about that time. And since you are an ABC watcher, uh, your thoughts about the story that has been making the rounds lately in the past few days about all our children. What do you got to say about that? I got scared. That that was my favorite show. I got scared. I'm like, oh, hell no, they are not going to cancel it. But thankfully, it was just a rumor, but it will do anything to help to keep it on the air. Honestly, we cannot take rumors now to chance anymore, considering what has happened in the past two years with the loss of two soaps already that have been around for a very long time. And, you know, it, it definitely it definitely will not hurt to go ahead and call those lines those support lines that have been put out as well as the um, setting it to the All My Children Studios and addresses and everything, it does not it does not hurt. It definitely helps. Uh, there is a phone number for all the All My Children fans that are listening and want to show their support for the show. It's 818-460-7477. Press 1, 2, then 3. And then extension 255, leave the comments on there. Uh, I know people have been calling uh, Michael Cohen, who was the publicist of the show, sending the letters to the All My Children Studios. Any way possible to show their support for the show. The stars that are coming out of the woodwork from the show to also tell you to show their support, your support as well for All My Children. I don't want to lose another soap. I don't want it to go down to five. We lost two soaps. Two soaps that pretty much I started watching when I got into the soap world. I lost those two. You know, that hurt me a lot. As well turned specifically because that was my first one that I ever gotten into. So, you know, that really hurt me. That cut me deep. But Guiding Light, I, I watched a lot of because that was the show that was on when you got home from school. 3 p.m. on CBS. That was pretty much my soap. Those two right there, they got rid of them. I don't want to lose another one, you know, and and this is a time where we do face the scariness of cancellations and rumors of of the sort. We're losing Soapnet, for God's sakes, next year. Yeah. We're losing Soapnet. I, get, granted, Soapnet went downhill when Brian Franz took over that channel, but we are losing it. We're still losing it. It still well, sucks. You know, I think that, like, people, like, the networks could do to save the soaps. Like they they could make like uh, DVDs the shows like do the DVD episodes like they do with the TV shows 
they and have sell uh, that and then make money for the shows. You know, you're not the only fan that have actually mentioned that. I know there's been a lot of fans that have mentioned to do that as well. You know, of course, there's a lot of episodes and a lot of tape and DVD material that they would have to do in order to do that. But again, that's not out of the question. That I think that is a possibility that should be considered. I, I actually made a Facebook group on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Like, they could, like, choose, like, specialty episodes from from the past that they could, from the vault, uh, you know, to put out there, you know, fan favorite episodes even. And yeah. I'm not talking about fan favorites from like five years ago. I'm talking about the real stuff from years ago. I'm yeah. talking about stuff that that was on before I was even thought of being born. Uh, I'm talking about all that. I'm talking about real classic episodes that we need to find that still that still exist. So, you know that that's a really good idea. I think they they should consider. I heard ABC was at once talking about it. That was a that was a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, but I heard that was actually in consideration. I think that should be brought up again. I do. Yeah. I do think that should be brought up again. Like for so, people like me who are like 21 years old and like they want to see what happened in the beginning of the show that they watch, then. Yeah. I would like that. I would like that. So you never now know. I would I, save up all my money and buy all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, that's not out of the question. Let let's definitely do something with that. I'm I'm all for it. I'm game right here. So oh, um, yeah. absolutely. But I'm I'm so glad you called into the show. First time caller. Yeah. You definitely oh, have man, to. Oh man, they need it. to do another soap cruise. Oh yeah, I know. I know. I'm not depressed. I can't network sponsor one. Oh okay. Money. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. I, I love I love the soap cruise. I've been on uh three out of the four. Um I I loved uh, I loved it. It was a great time. I loved how the stars in, interacted with every fan that was was on the ship that got to see them and everything like that and it was a great time. I, I, I will miss it. Uh, I do I do know that they're trying to hopefully do a docked event. I heard talks of it. But I would love, I would love if they did another cruise again. But yeah, hanging out with you, Jacob and his wife—that was a blast. That was fun. I did enjoy that, and uh, you know, never say never. As Christian Lavoie said, never say never. Yeah. Uh, so um, he still needs to add me as a friend on Facebook. Is that even him? <laughs> is that yeah, even I found him, him through you. I didn't even think that was him. Um, what do I think about the Emmys? This year, uh, I don't know. I'll know more on that when I look at the actual nominations first. As far as the pre-nominations go, that's what they are. They're pre-nominations. It's all political. You know, I, I, it's all political. It's, it, it for, me, for me, it's too much favoritism, not enough honesty as far as the material that was given. You know, they're only judging on two episodes a year. Uh, once they make the nominations, the final nominations, which will be announced in May. <coughs> and I'm sorry, it's just, I just wish that uh, they didn't play favorites. Uh, you know, there's so many people that deserved pre-nominations that did not get pre-nominated, Gene. Um, they, uh, 
like Melanie Thomas Scott, why was she not pre-nominated? Eric Braden, as much as we dog him, they need to they they he needed to be nominated too. I'm sorry, but it's the it's the it's the it's the nature of the game. It's the it's the game that they play, and uh, they need to cut out on that. They need to cut out on the favoritism of the show. They need to cut out with the clicks. Uh, the clicks need to stop. This is not high school anymore. You know, we need to we need to finally you know you know you gotta you gotta bring it to whoever it needs to go to. And I love Christian Block. I love him to death. I, I'm I'm happy that he was nominated. But again, what did he do? Like what did he do this past year to deserve the nomination? I, I I'm uh, there was Another person who I thought that needed to be in that category, and that was Eric Braden. I thought Eric Braden needed to be in the lead actor. I really did. Um, but he's not. But, again, I'm not on these shows. I don't do it. That's the other reason why Daniel Goddard will not submit his name in there, because it's too political. He flat out said it numerous times. It's too political. This game's too political. That's why his, he will never submit his name in the ballot. Just a little food for thought. So, what do you think about that? It, it, it's just, it just won't happen. I don't think that we will ever see. I don't think we'll ever see a pre-nomination or a nomination stature where it'll be fair. And that's, and that's pretty much what my thoughts are on that. I'll have more thoughts on that once the actual nominations come out. I will do a show. Um, I will do a show once the actual nomination comes out, too, so that way we'll have everybody call in and voice their opinions on who actually got the final nomination. So I will do a show on that, Gene. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do that for you guys. So once May rolls around and the nominations are out, we will have a show here on Buzzworthy, so we'll definitely do that for you guys. Um, as far as days is concerned, I did want I, I was supposed to have somebody call into the show about days. Uh, they're not here. Uh, the person who I thought was it was earlier, she it wasn't her. Obviously, it was Wanda. But we were supposed to have uh, Melissa call in. We were going to talk about stuff about days on the show, but uh, she she isn't here. Obviously, I wanted to do that with her, but and there was a reason behind that which I can't get into at this moment. Uh, I did want to mention though, if you haven't friended or if you haven't liked the Days Friends helping page on Facebook, please do so. It's to support a friend of the Days family. Uh, please take a look at it. It's called Days Friends Helping. It's also on Twitter. Uh, it's definitely for a very good cause, donations for, for this friend, as well as the chance of a lifetime to experience an opportunity with uh, James Scott, Sean Christian, and Crystal Chappelle for a getaway weekend, uh, which is supposed to take place on June the 5th, I believe. So I do want you to take a look at that. Um, I will mention as well uh, about that gay storyline that most likely may happen on days. And they're saying it could be with Chad and somebody else. I know people did not want it to be. Somebody actually said they didn't want Chad and Will together. I was like, really? Why? I thought that was going to be the obvious choice. But... Uh, that that'll be very interesting because I thought Days is a very is very conservative in my opinion. I thought it was very conservative, very very conservative. So I really did not expect, I did not expect them to even consider the possibility of having a gay storyline on that show, at all. 
Uh, Tamara Braun will be on the show soon as the new Taylor in April. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm very surprised that we might see a gay storyline on Days of Our Lives. I, I really did not think so. And I, I really am surprised by that. So uh, I will get in touch with Melissa so we can have a, a, an actual dates conversation here on the show. Like I said, I, I was expecting her to call in, but uh, unfortunately that did not happen. Um, no more doppelgangers. Uh, that's just what we don't need. Uh, more doppelgangers. We had enough of that on YNR. At the same time, we don't need any more on Days of Our Lives. So... Um, as far as Rafe 2, he needs to go. And, you know, it, it, it's almost down to the wire where we're going to see no more Nathan, Mark Hafka. Uh, I will miss the guy. And uh, he's going to do well outside of days. So I, I wish him all, all, all the best, you know, with everything that he's got going on with him. You know, he's supposed to actually do uh, Acme, Acme uh, Celebrity Improv uh, this Friday with Allison Hayslip from G4's Attack of the Show. Love Attack of the Show. And they're going to be doing that this Friday, starting at 9 p.m. Pacific Time, 12, p.m., 12 a.m. Eastern. So you can go on to acmecomedy.com to check that out, live stream it. And, you know, that's that's pretty much it, you guys, that I got for you tonight. Uh, this was a great, great two hours that I spent with you. Uh, everybody calling in, voicing their opinions on what's going on on some of their favorite shows. Uh, we will get in touch with Melissa. Hopefully, we'll have a separate day show. I know we wanted to talk to James Scott about the uh, the day's friends helping here on the show, but once I get that set up with him, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely do this again for for all you days fans. Okay, and uh, you know I I'm ending it. You guys are pretty much bringing up some funny comments in the room, especially with the Sandy can't tell the difference in the sex between real race and fake race. Again, that's for all soaps. The only person that actually actually said that statement was Lily Snyder from As the World Turns when Holden and Rose got busy when Rose was impersonating Lily. Lily was so far the only person that actually said out loud on the show, and I think Tom Castiello was the one that wrote that line, was Holden couldn't even tell the difference between me and bed. We don't even have the same body. I, I got to give props to Tom Castillo on that. You know, glad somebody on a soap said it. But <laughs> it's funny. But I loved it. This was a great show. We got to have more shows like these, you guys. Great turnout. I loved it. Thank you so much for coming into the show tonight. It was a pleasure talking with you all. My name is Abel J. Lee. Find me on Twitter. I'm on at Buzzworthy Radio. On Twitter, I have the Facebook fan page at Buzzworthy Radio. Please, please find us, love us, like us, everything of the sort. I will see you guys next time. I'll keep you posted on the next show. And thank you so much for all uh, the getting better comments. I'm going to bed now, taking my night quilt. But thanks so much, you guys. It was great. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Get the latest buzz with Buzzway Radio. Find us at buzzwayradio.net. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 